We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know Joe Biden practically paid Iran to hit our troops. And three of them died this weekend. Here's what the Wall Street Journal wrote this morning. The sorry truth is that these casualties are the results of the president's policy choices. Mr. Biden has tolerated more than 150 Iranian proxy attacks on U.S. forces in the Middle East since October. Only occasionally has he or his administration registered more than rhetorical displeasure by retaliating militarily and only then with limited airstrikes. They write the president refused to change course even after U.S. troops suffered traumatic brain injuries. A Christmas Day proxy attack in Iraq left a U.S. Army pilot in a coma. But here's what Iran knows, y'all. Joe Biden approves of these attacks. Here's what Iran is going to be looking for. And you can watch it just as Iran would. Number one, does Joe Biden freeze the $6 billion that he gave them on September 11th in exchange for the hostages? My guess is he won't. Does he freeze the $10 billion that they've already drawn down on that Biden released to them in October in what Iran could only see as a reward for the October 7th massacre where they armed, trained, funded, and provided logistical support for the Hamas terrorists? We know that from the Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal. So they're going to look at that and see. Does Joe Biden freeze the $10 billion? I'm betting he won't. Here's the next thing Iran will look at. Joe Biden, back in October, lifted the sanctions that bar Iran from buying a missile. What kind of missile? Specifically a missile on which to deliver its nukes. At this point, when you've got Iran killing people in our military installations using its proxies, You know what comes next if Iran gets the bomb. They'll use nuclear material. Maybe not necessarily a nuclear bomb. There's a lot of other ways you could use nuclear material in an attack on U.S. troops. And look what ran this weekend. Headline in the Telegraph, the U.K. Telegraph. Iran has enough uranium to make 12 nuclear bombs. That's double what we were told in September Iran has enough uranium to make 12 nuclear bombs in five months, warns former U.N. weapons inspector. 
There were several of them out over the weekend saying the same thing. So you're watching our troops get hit now with regular bombs. You have agreed to let Iran buy the missile and or missiles on which to deliver these bombs and other nuclear laced material, which may not be the full nuclear bomb, uh, but it'll still do devastating things, could absolutely wipe one of our bases off the face of the earth. You know this. You're looking to see. Does this fool in the White House, is he going to put the sanctions back on that bar us from buying the missile literally to deliver the nukes right to his own uh, soldiers and service members? They're going to watch that. Number three, here's what else they're going to watch. Donald, Donald Trump put sanctions on Iran itself. And you can go back and read about this period. The sanctions were so devastating. They not only sanctioned Iran, but anybody who would do business with Iran. And it was devastating. The people of Iran literally were running out of food. He had Iran on its knees. Joe Biden, in exchange for nothing, lifted those sanctions on Iran. So we've got three service members, okay? You're Iran. You hear Joe Biden's bluster, retaliate, blah, blah. Maybe he'll hit a weapons depot. No one cares. You're looking at those four things. Will he defund us? Or will he continue to essentially pay us to hit U.S. troops, because that's how Iran sees this. This is, after all, Joe Biden from the same Obama regime that sent Iran pallets of cash in unmarked bills and lied to the U.S. Congress about it. First, they denied doing it at all. Then they admitted ah, it was 400 million. It was actually one point three billion dollars. What were they doing? They were building up the Iran nuclear program because their goal is a nuclear-armed Iran. Then, two weeks ago, we caught Iran dead to rights, shipping weapons to the Houthis after the Houthis had attacked U.S. ships with them. And in the process, two Navy SEALs died. One of them was washed overboard. The other one jumped in after him as his protocol. Okay, so Iran's really watching that. I mean, surely Joe Biden will cut off the funding that's paying for the weapons the Houthis are using. Nope. So what did Iran do? Escalate in Jordan. So we're looking at 35 soldiers with severe brain injuries uh, since the fall. We've got two dead SEALs and now we've got three dead service members. And Iran is just watching. Will Joe Biden continue to provide the funds for the nuclear program and the missiles. And I bet you he will. I bet you he hits a weapons depot somewhere, pretends to strike back against the proxies, but he doesn't hit Iran. Why? I've explained it exhaustively on this podcast. They want nuclear conflict, not nuclear war, nuclear conflict, as in a conflict with a fully nuclear armed country. The Democrats, being anti-Semitic as they are, very much want Iran to have the ability to hit Israel and draw us into a nuclear-armed conflict, preferably with Russia or with China. They don't want to hold the nuclear war here in America. They want to hold it in Ukraine or, you know, somewhere in the Middle East works well, too. I'll tell you why in just a minute. But first, I want to tell you about my friends at Common Sense Retirement Planning. They will show you their investing philosophy when you sit down with them for a free, no obligation consultation, but they'll also show you how it's worked for my listeners for the last two decades. 
It's a really powerful presentation. It's free, and I guarantee you're going to be wanting to be part of what's going on there once you see it, whether you are planning for retirement or you're already in retirement. They can help you get a roadmap to keep you in retirement with a guaranteed income for life. Find them online, csrp.info. That's csrp.info. Now back to the podcast. Again, and we've covered this before, why do they want war with a nuclear-armed country so badly? Well, it would give them extraordinary powers. Never mind, make a lot of them very wealthy, and they want it for all the reasons broke countries always get into a major world war. All that notwithstanding, they'd prefer to have this war before the election, although they're happy to get into it afterward. So this timeline suits them perfectly. Iran is just five months away from having 12 nukes. Gosh, two months ago, when I last started talking about this, they were going to have five. This is getting ridiculous. Um, But here's Tucker Carlson nailing why they want war with Russia or really any nuclear-armed country will do. Instead, they're telling you that you're a traitor to your country if you don't want a third world war. They're afraid. Why are they afraid? Because they know the public is not on their side. But the second we actually go to war with Russia, they will use that as a pretext to crush all dissent. There is no dissent allowed in wartime. And that's what this is really about in addition to their personal enrichment. It's about changing the domestic politics of the United States. The second we can all say we're at war with Russia, not in effect, but in reality, in a hot war, which is what they want, that's the, that's the moment that you are no longer allowed to express your opinions. And the penalty is jail during war. It's happened a lot, and they want that now. Now, ideally, they'd love to pull in Russia and China into this war. As we know, Iran is a proxy for Russia and China. But a war with Iran works just as well. And if you have any doubts they'd use it this way, look at the Twitter files. Look at the court case, Missouri v. Biden, which is now before the Supreme Court on censorship. What was the excuse the Biden administration and our Department of Homeland Security and the FBI, what was the excuse they used to censor us? Russian disinformation. They have to protect the populace because we're at war, right? But not a hot war. The U.S. is used to wars with non-nuclear armed countries. We don't think much about them anymore. We're always at war. But you throw the nuke thing in, they're going to get an unbelievable amount of power. They can't stand the idea that they could have it, but they don't yet. So Iran has to be protected and nurtured until it can go nuclear and then it can be used to get us into the war they want. It's kind of contradictory, but that's why they've been allowed to kill our troops. Heck, practically funded and encouraged to do it because that's $16 billion. Yes, it's supposed to be used for humanitarian purposes, but it's totally fungible. $16 billion, think about that. They can pay all their domestic costs, draw down on that, and then you know funnel the money uh, into all their warfare, and they're clearly doing it. Speaking of war, what is happening to Donald Trump right now is warfare of a political sort on a scale we've never seen before. I'm sure by now you've noticed the $85 million jury verdict awarded right out of the bank account of Donald Trump by a weaponized liberal New York jury to Jean Carroll, the woman who claimed Trump raped her. We should have all known the fix was in when the New York state legislature changed the law, literally passed a bill to allow Jean Carroll to sue Trump for rape. What most people don't know is the details of the story. This case would have been left out of court in your standard, normal red state. 
or in old America before the court system began to more closely, at least in blue areas, resemble the USSR than anything recognizably American. A couple things you should know about this case. It's about as fake as the Russia collusion hoax. Maybe even faker. And that's pretty fake. The story she told was that Donald Trump raped her in a Bergdorf Goodman dressing room. She didn't remember the year. It might be 1994 or it could have been 95. Maybe it was 1996. Anyway, it didn't matter. She appeared in 2019 in New York Magazine wearing a dress by Donna Karen. She said it was the dress she was wearing when Trump raped her 30 years before in 1994. Well, the... First problem was that uh, Donna Karan did not make that dress in 1994 or 95. The other year, she said it might have happened. Evidence of that was presented by Trump's attorneys, but the jury wasn't allowed to hear it. In fact, they weren't allowed to hear anything that exonerated Trump, like that Carol had accused multiple men of sexually assaulting or raping her, including a babysitter's boyfriend, a dentist, a camp counselor, an unnamed college date, an unnamed boss, and CBS chief executive Les Moonves. It gets even more ridiculous because Carol, a self-described law and order show fan, first made her allegation against Trump in the 2019 book just a few years after an episode of the show, saw characters discuss a role-played rape in, yeah, a Bergdorf Goodman dressing room. In fact, the plot is almost exactly like the one she used against Trump. The jury wasn't allowed to know that either. Nor was the jury allowed to hear this devastating clip from when Carol went on CNN with Anderson Cooper. You can tell she's mentally unwell. The jury would have been able to tell that too had the judge let them hear it. Listen to how awkward this is for Cooper and how quickly he tries to stammer his way to the commercial break to get away from this woman. The word rape carries so many sexual connotation this was not this was not sexual it just it it hurt it just what it just you know i think most people think of rape as a i mean it is a violent assault it is not i think most people think of rape as being sexy Mm. let's take a short break think of the fantasies Mm. we're just going to take a quick break if you can stick around we'll talk more on the other side you're fascinating to talk to In fact, just about everything Trump could have used as his defense was barred by the judge. Like that Carol has a cat named Vagina posted repeatedly about anal sex, celebrity sex fantasies in pornography. Yes, she even posted a celebrity sex fantasy about Donald Trump in 2012, well after the supposed rape on Facebook. Quote, would you have sex with Donald Trump for $17,000? She asked before going on to suggest that in her fantasy scenario, Trump may not be able to speak. An odd thing to post for someone who alleges the same man raped her less than two decades before. Again, none of this was allowed to be heard by the jury that awarded Carol $85 million total. In addition to the other $5.5 million that another Manhattan jury already awarded her in her first case. So how'd they get a jury to go that high? Easy. Because of testimony from a liberal college professor who actually wasn't qualified to testify, 
who is a hardcore Democrat donor who's donated to Black Lives Matter, Act Blue, and another fund to get rid of Republicans. By the way, Trump's attorney wasn't allowed to tell the jury that either. And she testified about the damage the death threats to Carol caused. One problem. The jury never saw the death threats because Carol never produced them. She said she deleted them. In fact, Carol also repeatedly perjured herself, but the judge refused to hold her accountable for it. She was asked during an under oath deposition, is anyone paying your legal fees? Because this was a very expensive case to mount. She said, no. The lie soon fell apart and she was forced to write a letter along with her attorney stating that she had remembered that actually, yes, Democrat donor, liberal billionaire Reed Hoffman had in fact backed her case and paid her legal legal bills. Easy thing to forget, kind of like forgetting a rape and not knowing what year it happened to you. Who's Reed Hoffman, by the way? What are the three chief fundraisers for? Nikki Haley. Weird, right? When Trump's attorney moved for a mistrial, on account of they had no evidence of the death threats since she had deleted evidence, she was gaffed off by Kaplan, which was pretty much the case for the whole case. The judge, by the way, was also a Democrat donor, and no, the jury wasn't allowed to know that either. What's the Democrat strategy here? It's actually pretty brilliant. The political ads from his fraud case, he was just found guilty. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. in almost exactly the same situation as this not being able allowed to put on a defense judge already ruled he was guilty before he presented any evidence in a in a fraud case uh where he stands to lose his business license his businesses in the state of new york and be fined up to 370 million dollars this is basically all before liberal judges with a liberal prosecutor this is basically the same thing and bloomberg nailed what the democrats are doing here Headline, Trump cash stockpile at risk from $450 million dual verdicts. Bloomberg billionaires puts his actual cash on hand at between $400 and $600 million. Any moment now, the fine for the fraud case will come down. The judge is considering that right now. The prosecutors asked for $370 million. So Bloomberg writes, the prospect of being hit with damage awards totaling more than $450 million in less than a week is causing him cash problems. What are they doing? They're making sure he can't self-fund his campaign like he did, at least in part, in 2016. They're also draining him of the funds that he needs to fight the other cases that are coming. But most of all, they're giving us a feel for how the rest of this is going to go. 
rigged judges, only liberal donor judges, liberal prosecutors, and rigged juries where Trump isn't even allowed to mount a defense. Look, the guy's going to have a great case for appeal, but as Alan Dershowitz, his own attorney, admitted in Get Trump, those appeals won't be heard and these cases won't be reversed if they are at all until after the election. Why? Because the Democrats have absolute iron fist control over the whole New York court system. The calendar for the appeals, the judges who will hear them, this is total Soviet-style control. And you're getting a look at what these juries are going to do. Alvin Bragg is coming at Trump with with a case that everybody agrees, even on CNN, is ridiculous. But he's charged with 34 felonies. Do not be surprised. Now that we've seen how these new New York juries very liberal operate when a lot of the evidence is suppressed. I'd be surprised if they don't get the felony conviction in New York in the trial starting in March. Which brings us back to liberal billionaire Reed Hoffman and why he's fundraising for Nikki Haley and why she still has more than a dozen fundraisers on the calendar before the South Carolina primaries, the next primary she's competing in on February 24th. Why keep fundraising for this woman? Why keep pumping money into her campaign? Nikki Haley herself admits she's not going to beat Trump in South Carolina. She's not even trying to. And they don't care because they intend to put him in prison. They only need her to be a close second to Trump. And she's done that so far uh, when, you know, she ran in New Hampshire. Listen to her this weekend. She was giving an interview. Uh, This is in Yahoo News. She says, I need to show that I'm building momentum. I need to show that I'm stronger in South Carolina than in New Hampshire. Does that have to be a win, question mark? I don't think that necessarily has to be a win, but it certainly has to be better than what I did in New Hampshire, and it certainly has to be close. This is what the Democrats are paying for. They have already structured this system, so Trump cannot win in court. They're going to make a felon out of him, and they've moved on to, okay, we're going to pick his replacement on the Republican side. We're going to ensconce her, if not as the nominee, because here's the thing. Nikki Haley will make the argument, including at the convention, Trump's a felon. This is what they're planning. I'm not saying it's going to happen. It's what they're planning. Look at me. I'm right on Trump's heels. I'm the only person to get this close to Trump. Ron DeSantis, you know, only got 20 points. She got actually less in Iowa. Look, the reason she's still competing and he's not, he can't win. He can't raise money because he's a real candidate. She is a Trojan horse. They're going to keep pumping money into her so they can pick the replacement. By the way, if you've listened to the Battleground America podcast for a year or two, you know I predicted exactly this scenario. And I told you specifically to watch Nikki Haley and Tim Scott. They were the Trojan horse World Economic Forum candidates or the Bush open border candidates. And lo and behold, you should see this fundraising list. Who's fundraising for her? Listen to this. Susan Rockefeller, Rockefeller family. They're huge donors to the World Economic Forum. All these people have World Economic Forum uh, connections. French President Nicolas Sarkozy's ex-wife, Cecilia Attaya, she's a huge liberal. But she and her husband literally put on Davos. They do it all from the banquet to catering, the you know, all of the planning and logistics. Um, and you keep going. Every one of these is at least spoken at the World Economic Forum if they don't have even stronger connections. Leonard Stern, Cliff Asnes, Stanley Druckenmiller, uh, Ken Langone, Henry Kravis, 
Um, so look, these billionaires are raising money for, as is Jamie Dimon, Hillary Clinton's personal fundraiser. So, I mean, we've never seen a Democrat like Nikki Haley run like this in a Republican primary. But if the $85 million jury award is any indication of what these liberal juries will do to Trump in D.C. and in New York, he's in trouble. And so are we. If you're in trouble with your weight, maybe you've gotten some bad health news recently. You're just concerned about your blood pressure situation with your heart. You know you need to take weight off. Uh, Or maybe you're struggling to take weight off. Get that peace of mind. Contact the folks at PhD Weight Loss. They've really changed my life. I took 29 pounds off in six months. I've kept 29 pounds off for 11 months now. That's the best part. You really got to have a maintenance plan that can work. And theirs does. I feel like I can do this for the rest of my life. I feel so good about myself. I feel so healthy. It'll just change everything. Six months from now, people will have a shock look on their face when they see you. If you start right now. And you can do it from anywhere. Any state in the nation. So find them online. MyPhDWeightLoss.com That's MyPhDWeightLoss.com One of the few diet plans out there that targets that visceral fat that makes its own hormones and even causes you cravings so you'll grow its size. It's like an alien in your body. That's MyPhDWeightLoss.com Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.